planning a measles vaccine. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. He is a Donegal GP and member of the Irish Medical Organisation GP Committee and he joins us this morning. Um, Good morning to you, Dennis. First of all, you tell us why it is important that we, we vaccinate people against measles, please. I think measles is a very nasty viral infection, which will at the very least make you feel very ill. It'll take down your immune system uh, for a couple of months. Uh, but more importantly, for the very young and uh, particularly measles can be very, da- can be very, very dangerous. It can cause pneumonia. It can cause, it can cause significant brain um, in, in infections and reactions. So it's a really nasty virus, which ca- can kill you. Yeah, and it has actually quite a high mortality rate, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Particularly in the under fifteen months, um, if they're on, if, they're, if you're on, if you're not vaccinated, if a child under fifth, fifth, fifteen months, it's a really dangerous, nasty um, condition. So, <clears throat> the historically we would have had a very good vaccination <coughs> um, rate in Ireland, but there's two issues. One is that during approximately 15 years ago, there was a huge uh, um, scare in relation to the MMR, but it wasn't really. There was a lot of misinformation about autism and the MMR, and that has been completely debunked. That has been completely debunked now. So there's a there's a cohort of, of, of children who are now in their, in their late teens who there a high proportion of them didn't get a vaccine, and then they combined it with the fact that since COVID, the vaccine rates in 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 newborns and pre preschool is dropping also. So there is a potential Is that uh, a kind uh, of a hangover, Dennis, a kind of a vaccine fatigue or some something? I think so. And it's this post truth issue. I think that I think once again the 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 uh, theories that have been previously debunked with good education and um, to the population about the safety of the MMR is once again there's just sources of information trying to tell you that the MMR is not good for you. It's, it can do X, Y, and Z, which the evidence shows that isn't the case. It's a very safe vaccine. Um, perhaps a week after you have the vaccine, you can have a slight temperature, but it's really safe and it protects your, 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 your children from measles. It protects your son from mumps, which will prevent, uh, it could, they could become in, infertile as they get older. So please con- I think there's two issues. One is just if you have a child who's under five, um, there in in Ireland, it's generally given at school in almost all areas except the northwest. Uh, the actual GP still give the uh, the MMR, the preschool MMR. Just go and and get your vaccine. They are very safe. COVID showed us one thing: the, the actual relative safety and the usefulness of vaccines. But I think you know we just have to follow that through in the day to day. Okay, and this that we this do. program is going to be aimed at at an older cohort, Dennis. This is being aimed at Leaving Cert students and at. Um, college students, is that because they possibly fall into the category of people who in the noughties maybe didn't get the vaccine? Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that they're the, they're the at, at risk group. But naturally, when there's a lot of uh, measles around, normally we aim for a 95% coverage, but that has been dropping since, particularly since um, 2019 to uh, uh, 2020. So there's potentially 15, 14 to 15% of, of under f- uh, five and six year olds who, who could get it also. So I think the, the issue is the older person will as it were, spread it, but it will it, it okay. will cause problems and in the young. 
Dennis, do you know yet this this new program, this catch up program for for leaving cert and college students? Is that being carried out by their GPs? Is that being carried out in schools and colleges? Has I, I, that been rolled out yet? I think I think it'll it'll be regional and it'll depend what they think the best the best form. Probably because of their age group, it'll probably be done through the colleges. You know, because um, younger age groups that that age group don't normally go to their to their GPs. So I'd imagine it'll be through college. But I'm sure if a if a if a wandering stranger of a, of a teen walks into our practice we'd, we'd you're not going to say no, but no, no speaking of which though wandering into your practice before I let you go all over the papers this morning the crisis in, in particularly rural GP two thirds uh, 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 of rural GPs um, uh, seem to be struggling to see patients in a timely manner how bad is the re- recruitment situation out there? It is. It's poor. Um, it is bad, but I think as well, there's a lot of us, including myself, my much talked about um, retirement is going to be we, were, we are going to retire soon. So there's going to be and these are the the, the rural GPs are, are generally older GPs who are due to be uh, are, are due to retire. So filling, actually replacing the amount of GPs that are about to retire is going to be very, very difficult. And Dennis, and it, 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 I don't mean to, to personalise no, it to you, but if, but if you're bro- kind of coming up to retirement age, do you have any idea about succession for your practice or for your patients? I I. I think we will. I think in a, in, in a group practice such as our as ourselves, that that will probably be okay, probably. But as you go further to the more rural areas, I know of a, a couple of practices when the GPs retire, it's going to be very difficult for them to get um, a, a young GP to come in to to run that 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 practice for a number of reasons. Just the particularly just the whole out of hours issues, their access to. Um, services, um, the amount of um, the, the amount of t- uh, holiday cover they'll actually get. All those issues are really um, difficult for, for rural practice, and there's things within the IMO that we're trying to sort of discuss with the government to try and yeah, it's to to isolate to to recognise this because it's it it actually becomes poli- very politically. No one is going to take a job if they can't when you don't have the GP get 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 annual leave if you can't get sick leave if you can't actually have those types of things that are considered entirely normal now? No, no, they're, they're, they're not. The days of, I used to work a one and three and you would be very tired going into the surgery. But the quality of the work that we do now, the the intensity of the work that you do now, you really have to have, you have to have a fresh GP. And mm-hmm. that involves not doing nights and being able to take holidays. And no young GP, and I, I, I can understand why they wouldn't do it, would look at, at this and say, I'm going to try and raise raise a family. I can't work in, the, in, those, in those conditions. Okay. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us on all of that. That is Dr. Dennis McCauley there, Donegal GP and member of the IMOGP. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.